Welcome to Tackless Radio. and gentlemen and everyone in between to another episode of Tackless Radio and it is I, Be Bad. How are y'all doing? I hope everybody is well. I hope everybody is healthy. I hope everybody is reaching their full potential this week. So with that, let's go ahead and jump into Shit I Saw, where I grab something off of the internet I peruse the interwebs. I look at all of you all's crazy ass social media. I look at the headlines and I grab the craziest thing I see and I bring that shit back so we can discuss it together. So many of you all know that I am a Chicago native. I am also currently a Chicago resident. And last weekend, June 18th, actually on Father's Day, I believe, There was an incident that happened that resulted in a black man losing his life. Now, it happened in Chicago, so of course Chicagoans have been talking about it, but the situation is so ridiculous that everybody and a mama has been talking about it. It's been on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, the news, everyone is talking about this situation. So I also want to just add on to the conversation because there's breaking news that came out today. Today being June 26th, by the time you all hear this episode on Tuesday, which is today, um, you can also go and look up this information. So I'm kind of like receiving the information as it comes in. So let's go ahead and get into this week's shit I saw. So I want to talk about the situation that happened with Carlisha Hood and her 14-year-old son at a hot dog stand on the south side of Chicago that resulted in Carlisha getting assaulted by a third-party individual who was a black man who also happened to be with his girlfriend at the time. He was shot by the 14-year-old son and succumbed to his injuries. So the situation is, Carlisha and her son were going out to grab some food. They went to Maxwell's, which is a really popular hot dog stand in Chicago. And for those who are from Chicago, they were on the one that's all the way on the south side on 116th and Halstead. So they were all the way out by my house because I'm from the wild hundreds. <laughs> so they was all the way out in the hood. You know, that area is a very interesting area. Not even going to lie. And the details have come out to share that while she's having this heated conversation with this man in the hot dog stand, she's texting her son, letting him know what's going on and what is happening. I believe she also tells him via text to grab her gun. She had a gun in the car. She tells her son that she's in distress. She's yelling with some man to come inside, bring her, bring her blicky, basically. As he's standing in the doorway and as he's coming into the hot dog stand, he sees his mom and this other man getting into this yelling match, into this really big argument about 
moving out of the way and about grabbing the next person's order from what I could hear between the two of them yelling at one another. The guy then goes, shut up lady, you better stop talking to me or I'ma punch you in your face. Shut up talking to me, I'ma punch you in your motherfucking face. He's basically threatening her now. It goes from yelling to now threatening to hit her in the face if she doesn't stop talking to him. And he's yelling and she's yelling and he decides to cock back and hit this lady in the face so hard everybody could hear it you could see it she fell on the ground he continued to hit her everybody in the hot dog stand runs out no one goes to help her no one goes to protect her she knew something was gonna go down or at least she had enough discernment or had that intuition feeling to be like, I need to let my son know something is going on. And I also need him to bring the blicky in this bitch. Cause if something go down, I need to be protected. As she is getting wailed on by this grown ass man. And that grown ass man's girlfriend is egging on the situation. He is then shot by her 14 year old son in the back so that he could get off of his mother at that time because he has shot him and his girlfriend then proceed to exit the hot dog stand as well the mother is also instructing the boy to exit behind them to also leave the hot dog stand and to continue shooting the man which i believe he then shoots him again She's also yelling at her son to shoot the girlfriend because the mom said, well, you was laughing, so you need to get shot too. I believe at that time, Carlicia's son put the gun away. They got in the car. They left the scene. Unfortunately, that black man did succumb to his injuries. And that unfortunately, um, I am saying that to, I am saying unfortunately, because that's what you're supposed to say. But if you are wailing on my mama and I got the blicky, I'm shooting you in your fucking back as well. So I'm not really seeing this as a complete unfortunate situation. I'm seeing it through different lenses, um, more of a learning lesson than I would say an unfortunate situation. The mother and son were arrested, charged with first degree murder, and their bail was set at $3 million. And the situation happened last week. So as you all can imagine, everyone and their mama and their daddy and their aunties and their dogs and their cats and their pet fish have been talking about this situation. Everyone is blaming the black mother because it's so easy. It's so fun. It's so cool. It's so hip to blame the black mother. So everybody's blaming the black mother. And people are also saying they should not be arrested. It was self-defense. Other people are also saying, well, that's what the fuck he get. You smack my mom in the face, I'ma shoot you too. There's been a lot of discourse, a lot of discourse. But the reason this is now my shit I saw is because as of 30 minutes ago, Cook County prosecutors have dropped murder charges against Carlicia and her 14 year old son in the shooting death of a man during a fight in a fast food restaurant in the West Pullman area earlier this month. According to CBS News, Carlicia Hood 35 and her son 
have been charged with first-degree murder and the slaying of 32-year-old Jeremy Brown on June 18th at the Maxwell Street Express location in the 116th block of South Halsted Street. Hood, who was a valid Foyd card and concealed carry license holder at the time of the incident, was also charged with contributing to the delinquency of a minor. All charges were dropped on Monday, today, as I am recording this. In a statement, Cook County State's Attorney Kim Fox's office said the decision was based upon our continued review and in light of emerging evidence. Based upon the facts, evidence, and the law, we are unable to meet our burden of proof and the prosecution of these cases, Fox's office added. So, Last week, everybody was like, she deserves to be locked up. And everybody was like, let that woman out. It was self-defense. Well, as of today, June 26th, the charges have been dropped against the mother and the son. So that is a blessing. That is amazing news. I am so fucking happy to hear that, especially because her son, who is 14, recently graduated. He was heading to high school. He has honors. He's a really good kid. She just got done posting about all his amazing work, all the amazing things he has accomplished out of eighth grade, heading into high school. I believe he got a Tesla as a like a little present. Like he was on the up and up. And I was so hurt to see that this 14 year old boy was about to have his life stripped away from him because he was defending his mother and following his mother's orders. And what I wanna say about the mom now knowing that she has a FOID and a concealed carry license, she's in the wrong for telling her son to continue to shoot Jeremy Brown and to then follow Jeremy Brown out of the hot dog stand because, and I have my FOID and I also have been in conceal and carry classes. I am still working on getting my license, but I have also been around individuals who own their guns legally. And one of the first things they tell you is that you are using your gun to get out of a dangerous situation. You are not supposed to continue creating a dangerous situation. You want to put the threat out. And the moment the threat is out, you step out. You step away, you step to the side, you call 911. They really only want you defending like yourself. So it was even a little murky with the boy who is a minor shooting this man on the behalf of his mother. But I am happy to hear that she has her licenses. I'm happy to hear she has her FOIDs. But with her having all of that paperwork and documentation legally to carry that gun, she know better. Cause I know better. And anybody who has a gun, they will tell you, you cannot turn what is a self-defense situation then into a, I'm a pop this nigga off situation. Cause then it gets real murky. That is my only critique about the situation. And that's really my only feedback to the mother is that I completely understand telling your son to pop that nigga the moment he raised his fist and it connected to your chin but telling your child to then follow that man outside the restaurant and to continue shooting him and then to tell him to shoot the girlfriend you are upset 
you're in a rage, you are not thinking clearly because you were just assaulted, you are a victim in this situation, you are seeing red, you don't know what the fuck is going on. However, you gotta keep your head on a swivel somewhat when you with your kids and when you are directing your child to make very permanent decisions, you gotta keep your head on the swivel just a little bit. You still gotta keep your head on the swivel because that's how you ended up in a situation that you ended up in. And thank God the charges were dropped. <sighs> to the people who were in that restaurant who ran like some bitches. And this is a comment that I wanna say to the men who this applies to because some men see women getting hit by other men and they step in no questions asked but there's a lot of men who saw that situation and they said to themselves my responsibility is to make it home to my family I'm not putting myself in harm's way for somebody else that man could have a gun that man could have a knife that man could knock me out unconscious and now I'm paralyzed and I can't feed my family I have people who love me and I have people who depend on me I gotta make it home in one piece I gotta make it home alive I can't be stepping into I I I I me 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 we get it we have a lot of people in our community who want to be leaders, but have a very individualistic mindset. And you can't be a leader in a community and have a individualistic mindset. If your mindset is all about you and yours, fine. Then when we start having conversations about moving our community forward, and when we are looking for leaders, don't raise your fucking hand. You are not equipped to be within the community because you do not have a community mindset because everything is about you. Yes, even in the face of danger, we would want the leaders in our community, the black men who are in our community, because this happened in the community, this situation happened in the hood around other black men. So when we are in our community and we are looking at the black men in our community and they are supposed to be the ones who have toted that they are the leaders, yes, we are looking for you all to step into a situation and to solve it, to mitigate, to mediate, to figure out how to diffuse what the fuck is going on. Ain't nobody say you needed to kill that man. And because he got shot, he wasn't the one with the gun. He out here acting absolutely reckless, punching women. Because this is what I want men to understand from the perspective of a woman. If I am a woman, and I see a man punch another woman and all the men in the vicinity leave because they're scared. All y'all some bitches. All of y'all are some bitches. Because this is what I want men to understand. When y'all are like, so you want me to risk my life and step in between that situation? Yes, because women do it. You know how many women have lost their lives trying to protect their girlfriends from their abusive boyfriends? Do you know how many women have lost their lives protecting children from psychopathic fathers who are trying to kill everybody? Do you know how many times women have put their own bodies in harm's way to protect someone else and we are half the size of that man? There are so many women who get shot, so many women who get punched trying to put themselves in between a situation to protect someone else. So yes, if women can do it, 
On the behalf of women and children, then yes, I expect for men to do it. On the behalf of men, women, and children, on the behalf of the community, on the behalf of that black woman who was raising her voice, but wasn't assaulting anybody, wasn't putting their hands on anybody. But yes, I do expect for you in that situation when one black man is acting a fucking fool for another black man to shut that shit down, especially after he assaulted a black woman. Y'all are way too comfortable for me watching black women get assaulted and not do anything. And then when people ask you why you didn't do anything, you take on the idea of, well, she know that nigga and I don't. Well, she gonna get back with him after the fact. Well, that's the nigga she picked. She got a son. Why can't he protect her? I got kids. I got to protect. That ain't none of my business. Just say you scared, bro. Just say that men scare you too. You're no stronger than a pair of testicles. And just say that. Just say you soft. Just say because men are predators. Because men make up 90% of the assailants when it comes to rape. Because men make up at least 90% of the assailants when it comes to murder. When it comes to violent crimes. Because they're the ones that are overpopulating the jails. It's okay for you to be scared of men, baby. It's okay for you to be scared of men. I'm scared of men. And it's okay for men to be scared of men because men are scary. But just say that. Don't flip it and put it back on the woman and be like, that's her problem. That's her decision. She put herself in that situation. Just say, I literally saw a situation happen in front of my face where a black woman got assaulted by a black man. And I'm so scared of black men that I put my tail between my legs and ran away instead of trying to help someone who clearly isn't as strong as that black man. Cause I might be stronger than that black man, but now we're very worried about the mental state of black men. So even if that black man doesn't have a knife, doesn't have a gun, y'all are even scared of the fact that black men don't get therapy and black men don't get help and black men don't think that mental health is important. So now we have to deal with people walking the streets in our community off they meds, needing to see a doctor, having psychosis episodes and fucking flashbacks and hallucinations and popping off on people. And y'all just want to figure out how to get far and far and far away from the situation. And you want nothing to do with the solution. You want nothing to do with the help. You don't want to contribute any type of support. You do not want to show up in these ways that we need our men to show up. Y'all don't want to show up in those ways. Fine. That's totally fine. That is your decision. But when it comes time to give out awards and when it comes time for job promotions and when it comes time for Father's Day and when it comes time for Christmas presents and when it comes time for the graduation speech and I want to shout out everyone who has supported me and helped me get here, know that your name will not be brought up. And if you're okay with that, I'm okay with it too. I'm okay with it too. It's just so sad that black women have to depend on other black women and their own children for safety and support before we can turn to our counterpart and before we can turn to our equal and before we can turn to our partner that is the black man and receive that same type of support. I've had more black women stand in the space of danger on my behalf then I have black men and there have been more times that black men have put me in a position of danger than black children 
or black women or white men or white women because our communities are homogenous. I live around black people. I'm a black person. So I'm going to see a lot of crime committed by black people. And then the crimes that I experience might be perpetuated by other black people. So this is not me trying to say like, oh, the, oh, the black on black crime is horrible. White people are so much better than than black men because black men have assaulted me and have traumatized me and white men haven't done that personally. I know the breakdown of it all. But I said that because I want to be very clear to those who need to hear me that we are looking for black men to step into positions just like this one with Carlisha and her son. We are looking for you all to help to support we are looking for you all to diffuse negative situations especially if you have the strength or you have the capacity to do so we also understand because that more time is the reality than not that you all won't that you all won't protect us you all won't step up and support us you all won't stand in the space of harm and danger to make sure that we too can get home in one piece. That's fine that you can make your decision and not step in the spaces that scare you too. Cause black men are scary. Men in general are scary. But on the other side of that and the other side of a lot of the criticism that I've been hearing is that you all are upset that that boy shot that man who punched his mama in the face aren't you all the same ones that tell women to conceal and carry aren't you all the same ones that tell us we need to strap up aren't you all the same ones that tell us we need to start just shooting these motherfuckers because men are crazy men are dangerous aren't y'all the same motherfuckers that told us you better get a gun since you don't need no man okay so carlisha has her FOID, she has her conceal and carry license, and she also has her gun. At the time, she did not have her gun on her because a lot of establishments have the, a lot of establishments have the you can't bring your firearm symbol in the front. So she probably left it in the car. That's why she told her son to grab it and bring it inside, get the blicky, cause shit's heating up and very much so, shit started heating up. And he got popped. And you all are upset? I thought that's what you all wanted us to do. I thought you all wanted us to kill our assailants. I thought you all wanted us to strap up so that we could pop off on the people trying to rob us, on the people trying to kidnap us, on people trying to assault us. I thought that's what y'all told us to do. So Carlisha did it and y'all have something to say. So now it's slow singing and flower bringing for another black man that has now been slain due to gun violence now we have to give a fuck about his life but last week y'all told us not to give a fuck about the lives of people who were see how i'm confused see how i'm confused because i think that's what y'all are not you all are not listening to yourselves when you talk because you say in one breath Black women need to arm themselves and they need to start shooting and popping off on these niggas who harm us. But when we do that, 
now all of a sudden we got to go down to the mall and make the airbrush t-shirts that say RIP Jeremy because I had to shoot him for punching me in my face and I feared for my life. What you all don't understand is that the same people that you all are telling us to protect ourselves from are you. Point blank period. The same people you all are telling us black women to protect ourselves from which is why you all are telling us to learn martial arts which is why you all are telling us to get guns which is why you are telling us don't wear that dress don't put your titties out you shouldn't be outside at night why are you walking around without a chaperone y'all tell us all of those things and then we would and then when we defend ourselves when we fight back when we bust back now we are enemy of the state because we're killing black men. Now we're enemy of the state because black men have to die. Do y'all not see that black men are the ones putting us in these dangerous situations? Yeah, I'm gonna need a lot of y'all to kind of sit down with this situation and really work it out because a lot of your misogyny, a lot of y'all's massage noir has been jumping out as we've been learning more and more about this case. So thank God that Carlisha and her son will be coming home soon. Thank God the charges have been dropped. And I hope this is a lesson to other black men to do one or two things. If you gonna be testicles, and not protect black women and run away when you see some violence, then maybe take the non-violence approach and get into the community and help the young men learn how to communicate through their anger instead of fighting. Cause that is definitely an option. You don't have to stand in the space of danger if you don't want to baby, but we are still looking for you all to do something. So if you wanna be a mentor, you wanna grab some of them wild ass little boys on the corner and like be a positive male figure in their lives, that would be great. That would be great. So you can do that. Or when women start killing black men because black men are assaulting us, robbing us, raping us, they are literally trying to kill us. Black women in this country, a black woman dies every five hours by someone she knows so when we start popping back and busting back your second option is to just shut the fuck up hola 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 hello 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 and now it is time for song of the week this is going to be a summer banger for me I've played it a hundred times already. I'm going to continue to play it another hundred times this week. The song is cute. It's fun. It's flirty. The girls are doing a goddamn thing. So the group is two women, two beautiful black women. The group goes by Flyana Boss. And they have been blowing up with this song. On TikTok is where I first found it. Then I saw it on Instagram and the girlies are just making their rounds with this song because it's super cute, very catchy. And it's it just makes me feel like the baddest bitch in the room, which is how I normally feel. So I just need an amazing soundtrack to match that feeling. So 
This is You Wish by Flyana Boss. You can never, ever, 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 ever be that bitch. Hello, Christ. I'm about to sin again. I said I love you to that man, but I'm not feeling it. I'm made of sugar, spice, connect, cologne, and cinnamon. Me and my bestie are the same, like a synonym. Welcome back to your tactless take of the week. So I recently, and when I say recently, like a couple hours ago, made this tweet. Being a girl's girl usually means you're comfortable in your femininity. You love the feminine and respect it. You see the power in the feminine and fiercely protect it. I could never understand hating ass hoes who befriend you out of ego. We're women. We have it tough already. So what I've been learning recently is how my femininity shows up alongside other feminine energy and really becoming more aware of the kind of woman that I am and how that energy is given out to others. And then I've started to become intrigued in their perceptions of my femininity and of me. And the only reason I give a fuck about their perceptions is because these are other women who are either associates, acquaintances, friends, my homies, like people I actually kind of give a fuck about. Like when it comes to how men perceive me, I can give a fuck less, but I do kind of care about how women perceive me because, because I'm such a girl's girl. And this is what I mean when I say I'm a girl's girl. I could never understand how girls will fuck their best friend's boyfriend. I never understood how girls would just be friends with other girls. So they then can talk shit about them behind their back once they learn more about you, like super manipulative shit. I never understood the girls that were like obsessive over that one girl to the point where she would like steal your boyfriend and steal your shoes and steal your makeup. Like I have seen girls operate in very vicious and malicious ways. And it would always be so confusing to me because I could never see myself being that wretched with another woman, specifically with another woman. Because we, ha like I said in my tweet, we have it tough already. I have an uphill battle being a black queer identifying woman. You think I'm gonna look at another woman and make her life hard as well? You think I'm gonna look at another woman and make the shit she got going on more difficult? I'm going to look at another woman and add more shit to her plate. I'm going to look at another woman and be like, hey, girl, I know you got shit going on. Me too. How can we help each other? How can we lighten this load? But 
the way that some women operate in their friendships, the way some of them operate at work when they're around women and men, I am becoming more and more aware to what can be considered toxic femininity and that a lot of you bitches are just the scum of the earth. I really did put women in such a high regard because I understood what we went through as human beings, especially let it be a black woman. Oh, she could do no wrong in my eyes, but I've had to start getting to a space where discernment has to be used with every person at all times. Just because me and you like the same type of things or me and you look alike or me and you come from similar backgrounds or or we grew up in a similar type of way, I still need to use discernment. I still need to filter you out. I still need to learn about you because not everything is sweet. Or at least it's not no girl power sisterhood in the way that I grew up thinking that there was. I now have to be very particular about the type of women that I fellowship with, that I communicate with, and that I let in my space and that I exchange energy with. Just because she's a woman does not mean that she has my best interest in heart. Just because she's a woman doesn't mean that she has other women's best interest in heart. There are a lot of women working for the ops. There's a lot of women who are misogynist. There are a lot of women who are colorist. There's a lot of women who are fat phobic, ages. There's a lot of women who do dirty shit to children on a day-to-day basis. And I got to call them bitches out. So I am in a space where I am learning that not everybody looks at the feminine in the way that I do. And what I am very much so aware of in my life right now is that when it comes to men, women, non-binary people, or otherwise, I really get along with people who can identify the feminine, who respect the feminine, and who protect the feminine. Whether you're a man, non-binary, or a woman, people who understand the power of women, people who understand the power of the feminine, because femininity and masculinity isn't everybody. We have a mix of both. But people who are not scared of the feminine, people who embrace the feminine, people who, who people who want to learn more about the feminine and then embrace it in their life, those people do so well with me. And those are the people that I am trying to find. Those are the people that are in my tribe. And I want to continue fostering relationships with people who understand the importance of having feminine energy around you who protect the feminine energy and want to watch it grow.